Hello, and welcome to KFAB, the podcast. Podcast about wrestling and fashion. But mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. Welcome. Real, welcome. Real talk, I just realized as we did that, that I had a dream the other day about recording the intro. Really? <laughs> Nothing else happened. It was just us saying our names. <laughs> it was nice. like, wow. But it was a very weird like dreamscape thing. And I was uh-huh. like, oh yeah. And then we all floated away. Nice. Mm. I didn't know if you had like the waterfall twitch where you wake up right afterwards. Oh God. Oh. I hate those. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I've been doing that like every single night. Yeah. It's really violent. <laughs> I don't like it. It's a violent waterfall. It's just like, oh. I always fall off a waterfall. It's mm. the worst. It and it's not even like a boat. It's yeah. just me like going on it. <laughs> Do you guys see stuff in the room? Oh, yeah. Yes. Of like course. A thing? Of okay, course. cool. Because mm-hmm. I have a robe over my, I have a mirror on the back of my door and I put my robe on it. And every time I'm like, there's a man. And so I'm very proud of myself that I think that if there was an intruder, I'd be like, a man is here. And they'd be like, okay, what do I do? Guess what? There is a man here. And who is it? <laughs> producer Mike. Hello. It's producer Mike. Do you want to say hi and tell us about your nightmares? Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. My name is Producer Mike. I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, and uh, occasionally they'll throw it at me to sort of fill in any gaps in wrestling-related knowledge. And uh, I had a reoccurring nightmare where I uh, killed my grandma. Oh, no. Jesus. Oh, no. In the dream... She deserved it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. I okay. love taking the time to, like, justify your own criminal actions in a dream. Yep. Mm. That's, like, a real sign that you're, like, yes, this is in my subconscious. I control my own fate. Mike's, like, 90% of it was the courtroom. Yeah. <laughs> it was it's just a, a courtroom drama. drama and, like, yep. wow. exhibits. Yeah, in my dream, I was acquitted. So. <laughs> oh, congrats. <laughs> Did you move somewhere else, though? You know, like, people, like, move away. Grow a mustache, change the way you look. Yeah. Yeah, he shrugged. I think that's a yes. Started your own gym. (laughs) I feel like that should be a thing of, like, people when they're acquitted. They start their own gym. Yeah. (laughs) Either that or start a new Joanne's Fabric franchise. I'm very on board. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, man, we're really covering it. So it's episode 42. Yeah, we're on 42. Good for us. Uh Welcome. We made it. We all made it. Thank you for staying with us. Yes. Hello. (laughs) Wrestling news. (laughs) I want to read this. (laughs) I don't know if the WWE is going through a breakup or something because wrestling news is kind of wild right now. Seth Rollins sucks and everyone kind of hates him outside of storylines. Oh, no. Finn Balor is a bad guy and everyone loves him inside of storylines. And Bray Wyatt is the universal champion, which is awesome, but it happened at a pay-per-view we don't discuss for political reasons. (laughs) Yep. It's crazy. So instead of dealing with any of that, let's talk Halloween costumes, which is fun and not at all frustrating. Agreed. I want to be clear that uh, producer Mike does write the wrestling news and he always does a great job. Uh, Yes. So... There are some, there's an Uproxx article by Ellie Collins titled The Best Pro Wrestling Halloween Costumes of 2019. Yeah, we'll link to it in our show notes. It's super fun. Yeah, so what? It, so right here we've got Andrade as the 2019 Joker. <laughs> oh my god. god. Yeah. He looks like the Babadook. <laughs> yeah, his makeup is like really it's, intense. It's too, it's too much. Yeah. Why didn't he shave? Too much of the Bob <laughs> Nye makeup going on. Yeah. No, it is like he did go like theater scale, not movie scale. Mm-hmm. So he needed to like pull that back a little. And he's with Charlotte, who is the 2016 Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. Of course. So she's got the like Daddy's Little Monster mm. t-shirt on and the hot oh, pants. God, that makes me just want to vomit. Just yeah. Vomit. You know who, so, who did that costume better? Hmm. Producer Mike. 
Yes. Producer Mike did do that costume <laughs> last year for Halloween. I will never before. forget it. It no, was, was my favorite. 20, it was yeah, years ago? it was uh-huh. yeah. It was so really and it was really really funny. Yeah, it was. And it was a great so job. great. Um, but Charlotte, you know, gave it her all, even though producer Mike already did the definitive version, which I think maybe we can post. We'll find out later. We'll find you can out cut later. that if you don't want us to. Okay. Um, but here's the thing that's frustrating about this. They're not even in the same cinematic universe. Yeah. To date. So this is a really bad couple's costume. Because they're both DC characters, but really only in the loosest of senses. Yeah, the 29 Joker had just like would never date. Yeah. Isn't that part of what makes him mad? I haven't seen it. Isn't he an incel? No, that was... I've heard. No, he, guys, he's misunderstood. He's kind of chewed up by society. We'll talk after the podcast. Yeah, I've okay. heard. Yeah. Producer Mike has a blog he's going to show us. <laughs> oh, great. Thank God. But you know what? Sometimes your Halloween costume is what you have in your closet. That's, That's very true. true. And I 100% believe that Charlotte had all of these pieces in her closet. I do, too. And credit where credit is due, her abs be popping. Yeah, she, she looks great. amazing. As always. Oh, yeah. We've also got Rhea Ripley as Triple H, uh-huh. circa 2001, and Sean... Shane Tom Thorne. Oh, that's not an M. Okay. Shane Thorne as China. <laughs> okay. So I like this in theory. Is yeah. it Rip- doesn't Rhea Ripley have like, isn't this her blind spot in a way? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Sarah. No. What do you mean though? Wasn't she? Oh, she, because she, she oh, yeah, because, said some yeah. slurs? Yeah, she said She's, some slurs for yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, Because mm-hmm. you covered her. Yes, I did. Okay, good. I'm mm-hmm. not wrong. Oh, no. All right. Yeah. So this is, so I'm, I'm a little bit, hmm. I'm, I'm not into it. Well, so I feel a little bit complicated about it because we haven't gotten into China yet, but there's such a mm. like fraught history there with how she yeah, was talked about yeah. and how she was treated that this I'm like where what's the intention here I'm just curious about it objectively he did a good job on the costume he's got her outfit down he's yeah. he's got a wig that doesn't look cheap but I I just I wonder about the thought behind it yeah also if you're going to do it are you making fun of it or are you trying to do it as like a this is an ode to them yeah mm. exactly is it do so you think it was a, a kind thing okay oh, oh was okay. It like, Mike's nodding it wasn't like a where you flip the hair like yeah. improvisers uh, when they dress when they're supposed to be a woman in a scene mm. and they do a really high voice or whatever mm-hmm. oh, well, and always really carrying funny. a purse yes a really high purse again on the mm-hmm. shoulder I don't think you guys get it that's really funny because they're supposed to be women oh okay and you like, get it now yeah now I get it <laughs> <laughs> it's truly the fucking worst I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry one of my eyes just shut fully for the rest of the I night. was just joking we all get it you're just please. you're just joking please. just like these people in the Halloween costumes mm-hmm. I have to say their their commitment in the shot is um, admirable uh, mm. you can tell who they are even a dumb dumb like me can tell who they're supposed to be yeah. so mm. that's a successful costume as long as they're not being jerks oh I mean truly yes Oh. Jessamine Duke met as, went as Matt Riddle. Okay, honestly, that's the funniest thing she's ever done. Because isn't she one of Shayna's like Let's Fight, Let's Play girls? Oh, and oh, okay. everyone seems to think that they're not fun. And I have to say, I don't find them fun mm. other than their shirts. But this Matt Riddle costume is extremely funny mm. and very good. Um, and you can't see the flippies, but I'm assuming she has flip flops on. Yep, or slides rather. I guess. Does she do the kickoff and run? I wonder. I hope so. Because that's the best part about it. Yeah. Um, and then Tegan we... Knox as Kane. 
Beautiful. mean, we couldn't love it more. Mm-hmm. It's would, good. Would you marry this cane? <laughs> I would marry this cane. I think I would. There should have been a marriage in the ring yes, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, her. But all jokes aside, her motorcycle jacket is extremely good. Yeah, yeah. Good I love one. an oxblood leather jacket, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. it looks really great. And on it her. fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a giant mask. That mask is too big. It's very yeah. big. If we're gonna nitpick a little, that mask is not properly fitted to her face. I like it, but I wonder. Do you think it was Kane's mask? <laughs> That's borrowed? honestly what I was about she to was say. She was like, "Dear Kane, I'm gonna dress up as you for Halloween. Can I have your mask?" He was like, "Yes, hold on, I gotta give more funding to the sewage system yep. in the town I'm mayor of." He's like, "Let <laughs> me go down to the mayoral mansion's basement and dig out my box of wrestling gear." <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you think it's just one box? I think it's like a whole entire, oh. like, you know, the upper storage. I'd say oh. he's got a storage unit. Mm-hmm. I'd say he's got a whole unit. You yep. gotta you say think? thank you to those masks and let them go. Also, how many spiders are in that little section? So mm-hmm. many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they, like do you it. think the, the spiders are getting married to Kane? Yes, <laughs> as well. Yep, uh-huh. <laughs> they have tiny little arches. Yep. Jeez. Mm. Um, and then we have Nikki Cross as Chucky mm. and Dana Brooke and Heath Slater as Beetlejuices. Okay, so we have the hot girl Beetlejuice. Of and course. The man, just the regular Beetlejuice. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, big big props to Nikki Cross as Chucky. That's really love the Chucky. Really funny. Yep. Yeah, that's a good Chucky. She love committed Nikki Cross. really hard, and and Katie and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, but like we always appreciate. I appreciate any effort going into costumes, but it's mm. always nice when a woman doesn't go the hot girl route. Mm-hmm. Just for creativity points. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I like it when they're not afraid to like look genuinely scary or mm-hmm. creepy or like Chucky. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Although the Beetlejuices are both really good and Dana does look really good as Beetlejuice. Yeah. yeah. It is a hot girl Beetlejuice, but I think it's appropriately hot girl. I think it's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I still think, I like, I think that as far as, you know, I'm a mouse, duh, costumes go. This one's good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's committed. Like, mm-hmm. she she has makeup. She has a wig. Like, it's very professionally put together. Should mm-hmm. I have just been, like, sexy girl mankind? That would have been very... You were oh kind of God. sexy girl mankind on accident, though. Yeah, yeah I you was. Were anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, please go to our Instagram. It's KFAB Podcast. Mm-hmm. And please check out Katie's incredible mankind It was costume. so... So well executed. Just really good. It was very fun. It was really great. I will say I'm broken out on the chin because of the chin strap of the mask. Do you think that's why? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I will say that my face is also going through something, but I think it's the fires. Oh, yeah. Oh, that too, probably. The fires but... don't want you to have any fun at all. You're thinking about the future and you're stressed and your skin is bad. So mm-hmm. fuck fires for a variety fuck of fires. reasons. Donate to your local... Uh, fire department first mm-hmm. aid organization everyone yes. but let's get back to halloween costumes <laughs> oh boy okay who is this hikaru shida as dr strange okay okay i like that this is good mm-hmm. um, this is good it's really elaborate it, I, we have only like the the kind of selfie shot so we can't tell the full scope of it but that looks like an extremely detailed professional yeah. level costume of dr strange which mm. is not an easy one no it's not um complete with goatee and little skunk stripe in the hair yep which is good nicely done um and then s- sammy guevara as goku mm-hmm. oh yes mm-hmm. um i mean if you already look like an anime character because you're so ripped. Yeah. Why not be an anime character? Exactly. True. Um, I have never 
gotten into the Dragon Ball world. Uh huh. I know our like generation was the ones who were like we had it on Cartoon Network. Yeah. So that's why a lot of our peers are really into this. But yes. all my brothers frankly, loved it. Oh really? Uh huh. I don't know mm. what a Dragon Ball is. I don't know anything I about it. Is it a person? Is it an object? Is don't, it an actual right. dragon? Are we He's picking like? up the mic? If you collect the Dragon Balls, they grant you a wish. Are okay. they from the dragon? <laughs> yes. Okay, so they're from <laughs> the dragon. Is it a friendly dragon? <laughs> Mike, Mike is like really mad that I asked. Are there more than the one dragon in the universe? No. So there's only one dragon and it, it gives you all the balls? And what's the Z? Guys, let's just move on. <laughs> All, right, All right, fine. I'm this close to quitting the podcast. <laughs> oh my god, this is what did it. No, um, we'll do a separate Dragon Ball spinoff podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh wow. Okay. So we have Zelina Vega as Akash Akasha mm-hmm. from, from Queen of Queen the Damned. Damned. Yeah. So that oh, classic wow. Aaliyah film. Oh, cool. Um, I mean. She looks really beautiful. She looks great. Yeah. She's very beautiful, but this is also just like a really striking costume and again, she's very striking. She committed to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's full out. And it is kind of a hot girl costume, but it's like a cool reference. Yeah, it is cool. A movie that was never a hit, so it's definitely fringy. <laughs> yep, super fringy. And then we've got Orange Cassidy and Priscilla Kelly dressed as each other, and then they wrestled each each other as each other. That's pretty great. I like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that a lot. Also like I think men shouldn't be afraid to embrace the halter crop top because it looks really good on him. Yeah, he yeah. looks really hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is like a good look. Yeah. It's showing off his his uh, upper arms in a good like, way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who is him? Orange Cassidy. Apparently. Who, know, somehow who we, is like, him? We haven't talked about yet, and he's like very popular right is now. Yeah, he's huge right now, yeah. We're oh. kind of like AEW doing a disservice. Uh, all right. Well, but I think we need to like build it up a little bit more because yeah. it's like how much back research can you get? Because, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about promotions pretty quickly. So I think that that's a lot of what it would be unless we just found some weird feuds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got an AEW guy today. And... Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same. Um, Orange Cassidy's big thing is that he wrestles with his hands in his pockets. Yep. Oh. And he does like crazy shit with it, too cool yeah it is very cool with his hands in his pockets yeah the story of every match is just someone trying to make him give a shit and he just does it oh my god yeah <laughs> this is every <laughs> oh, it's no. like a real mood um yeah that's a mood i appreciate a wrestler for our times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right oh, so really? today i chose um actually i wanted to first say thank you to our twitter follower p Krinick who suggested I do the Jumping Bomb Angels. Yay! Thank, Thank you. you. That's so, we said that exactly Thank the same time. Thank you. Thank you. So, the Jumping Bomb, bomb Angels, let's first talk Joshi Wrestling. Mm. So, Joshi Wrestling is the female or the women's version of Purosu Wrestling. So, it's the Japanese promotions not usually feature both men and women. So, they cho- so Joshi is the female version of the pro wrestling. Hmm. So, it's Noroyo uh, Tertino, Tertino, and she was born on December 1st. Uh, 1965 in Ashikaga, Japan. So that makes her Sagittarius like mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And then it's Itsuki Yamazaki mm-hmm. and January 3rd, 66. A Capricorn. A Capricorn. Mm-hmm. All right. So they're both known um, in the Japanese women's wrestling circuit. So this is both of them and their tag team. But look at these outfits. So oh, this yeah, is God. kind of how they start on. 
Um, Amazing embellished denim jackets. Mm-hmm. Wow, so They cool. always had like a jacket and then they'd take it off. And a lot of times they'd have their hair up. Mm-hmm. And then they put it down to wrestle. So on the left, it looks like that was a WWE. I'm sure you'll tell us yeah. about this. But was that in the 80s or 90s? That was in the 80s. Cool. I'm gauging by jean jacket. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> cool. All right. So continue. Yeah, that's a boxy jean jacket. That is a boxy jean so, jacket. So... They were doing um, they were doing all the promotions in Japan for a very long time, and in 1986, the Angels defeated Bull Nakano mm. and Condor Saito to win the vacant WWWA World Tag Team Championship. And then on March 20th, 1986, they uh, competed with Lioness Asuka and uh, Chigusa uh, Nagayo and the Girl Crush Gals and defeated the Angels to capture the WWWA tag team titles. Mm -hmm. So they were over there doing a ton of promotions in Japan and kind of doing their own thing and they were incredible high flyers. They're kind of known as one of the big tag teams in Japan at this time. Mm -hmm. Um, Super fast. I watched some of their wrestling uh, matches and their truly incredible they're mm-hmm. crazy they like jump off shit all the time and just like tackle go really fast um i wanted to focus on so this is from one of their matches one mm-hmm. of the outfits do you Those see the polka cool. dot with the purple oh i really God. love that that looks yeah. like a swimsuit i want to wear i know so they all had like their outfits were incredible they were usually mm-hmm. like a gymnast a uh, unitard but they all were completely different and most of them would match like just in style but not color mm-hmm. and they'd usually have a jacket and then remove it and then come on and wrestle and um every single time they were very similar but i just love this one because i thought it was cool with the like shorts and the polka dot mm-hmm. and of course i had to screenshot it because there are yes. a ton of just videos of them there weren't as many like feuds that really took off that people knew what the whole deal was mm-hmm. on it but it was, they were just huge wrestlers cool i love that look also it has like a real classic wonder woman vibe it does to it. Mm-hmm. yeah it's a kind point. of like bossy top and the like it's yeah. like that very 1940s cut of bottom, yeah. you know? Um, and then, of course, they had the frog closure mm-hmm. um, jackets on, usually, as well. So is that... I'm, I'm sorry. So you said that, that the purple part is like a cover, and then they take it off, and it's a onesie? Uh, usually, they would. Okay. Uh, she d- takes it off, but the other mm-hmm. one is just a draped kind of beautiful Cal top to it. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. More cowl necks and wrestling. Yeah. I know, right? I also like her wrists... Um, those are very Wonder Woman. On yeah, the, uh, right with the bl- with the blue. Also, yeah. they always had really fun boots on that would like match in a weird way cool. to go with it as well. But they didn't show emotion at all, really, and they would just like show up, and then everyone wanted to wrestle them. That's wow. great. So continue yeah. on. So these are more images. Mm-hmm. So this is when they went over to the United States and started wrestling, and they're one of the first. Uh, Japanese tag teams that came over basically there was one more before them and so everyone wanted to wrestle them um, so these are just two visuals and this is what they do like look at that move that's so oh cool oh my god I don't even know how you would describe that she's like in doing a backbend back yeah it's a backbend like crab walk thing mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. really cool I'm wondering how she even so she flipped backwards obviously yeah and wow. so they would tag team and they'd like mess around and it'd be like one and one and then they'd go for it and they're one of their main moves is they'd hit they'd like turn sideways and like knock the opponent down 
basically and they like did not care they jump off the top rope all the time doing these crazy flips and like they were so fast every time mm. like watching all their moves so it was wow. really cool i mean so quick quick appreciation for the very shiny pantyhose on the mm-hmm. woman that they're competing against yeah and you'll learn who that is very soon <gasps> cool. okay so the jumping bu- this is like gonna be kind of long but it's really mm-hmm. fascinating so the jumping bomb angels were bar none the most exciting women's act in the wwf when they debuted at the first survivor series in 1987 mm-hmm. composed of noroyo Titino and itsuki yamazaki the bomb angels were a popular tag team from all japan women's pro wrestling the story goes that the reigning WWF Women's Tag Team Championships, the the Glamour Girls, who you saw earlier, mm. were interested in working with the foreign talent, and the WWF was able to arrange for the Bomb Angels to join the promotion on a loan. Oh, cool. At Survivor Series, the Jumping Bomb Angels were the sole survivors in a match that included the likes of the Glamour Girls, the Fabulous Moolah, and then WWF Women's Champion Sensational Sherry. So at the end of the match came down to the Bomb Angels versus the Glamour Girls, the Blondes. Mm. And the Japanese tag team received a deafening pop when they dropkicked Glamour Girls manager Jimmy Hart off the apron and then won the match. Watched it. It's crazy. That's cool. So showcasing a fast-paced, hard-hitting style that American audiences weren't used to, the Bomb Angels were immediately over with crowds. The duo captured the WWF Women's Tag Team Championship in a 17-minute, two-out-of-three falls match at 1988 Royal Rumble. And according to shoot interviews by the Glamour Girls, the plan was for the sustained push for the Bomb Angels, culminating in a high-profile rematch at WrestleMania. However, the fabulous Moolah allegedly disliked the Bomb Angels. <laughs> okay. Yep. And She's changed. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> And changed the booking behind the backs of Pat Patterson and Vince <gasps> McMahon, Ooh, leading what? to the Bomb Angels dropping the titles back to the Glamour Girls at a house show in Japan. Wow. When he found out, Vince believed Mula's word over the tag team. <gasps> and by 1989, the women's tag division folded entirely. Oh my wow. God. Wow. Mula was the messiest. Yep. Yeah, we really got to so get in there. So it's no surprise that the Jumping Bomb Angels aren't considered an important part of WWE's history. They were in the company for less than a year and they had only one run with a pair of titles that aren't even in existence anymore. Oh my god. With regards to women putting on exciting technical matches though, it's hard to argue that the Bomb Angels weren't ahead of their time. Wow. Shit, that's so interesting. So interesting. Um what a bummer. I mean I also like I'm so distracted by their vests. I I know. know. Like, they have real classic, like, you rented a, a prom tux right? vests on in this picture. Did they usually wear vests? Uh, it just depends. They would do, like, jackets. They'd take mm-hmm. everything off, and then it would just be the unitard. So mm-hmm. I think this is the exact same one. I watched one of the videos of their matches from WrestleMania, and um, or was it Royal Rumble? And they had these unitards, and I'd, like, want one so bad. And it is, like, backless, and then it has a bow on the back of it. Oh, cute. And there's, like, a pink one and a red one like that, and mm-hmm. they're literally, and they have a little bit of a short to them, and then it's this pretty little bow on the back. And they're, like, beating the shit out of these women, and then it's, like, them running in the bows, just, like, bouncing. It was, like, That's this so is fun. awesome. I love that. That's yeah. really cute. And are these the, the titles that no longer exist? These are when they were switching back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. 
And that's so fascinating. That is. That's so weird. What a what a shame that they got kind of like lost to time then because yeah. of I mean, who knows what was going on behind the scenes, but like Mula some side eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people reference them a lot. And right now, um, it's um Asuka and Kairi Sane are our tag teaming. Or, oh. like, something is happening with them right now. Hmm. And so they said that it reminds people of the Jumping Bomb Angels as well. And so, because I was, like, researching if there's any references recently. Because mm-hmm. all there are videos, you know. And it's kind of harder to do research on Japan wrestling. Yeah. So, um, it was really fascinating. But then also, apparently, one of the commentators last week referenced them as well. Because someone did a move that was, like, high-flying. And they were like, that's, like, the Jumping Bomb Angels. So. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. isn't that so crazy about... Yeah. Yeah, fabulous. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, we okay. got to... We got to get into her one of these days because mm-hmm. she's just like the center of the web. She know? really is. Also, yeah. what I really like about when I was watching them, even with like WWF, is I felt that they were not having to input their culture on mm. what they were doing and they weren't like having to be like the Japanese wrestlers, you know? Mm. It didn't feel as much as like we've talked about in the past where it's like, ooh, you know, mm-hmm. you have to put yeah. a stereotype on it. It yeah. seemed like they were able to do exactly what they fucking wanted to do, mm. which was great. Uh, wow. What a okay, well, excellent work. Yes. As always. Yes. And a great recommendation. Yes, thank you, P Krennic. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. We never would have known about them otherwise. I know. I don't think we would have. Okay. So this time I'm going to talk about Nyla Rose. Yay. And she's been on my list for a while. Um, so it just seemed like a fun time while we're like, what? what is WWE doing? Let's go back to the AEW wrestlers and yeah. see yeah. what's up. I truly don't know anything about her. <laughs> uh, well, Whoa. she's very cool. So yeah. I have a couple of gifts just to give a sense of like her style and ring. Yeah. Um, so I have one of her just like launching herself off the top rope oh and just slamming this very small woman around. <laughs> and uh, the one on the right is is uh, her chewing on the ropes in the ring. <laughs> As one does. Which is just so, so funny because she's wearing, all, you, you'll see this outfit later. It's like a really feminine, like kind of lingerie yeah. inspired yeah. outfit, but she's just like on the ring rope and that really made me laugh and then there's a weird slow fade to a title yeah yeah sure why not who who knows because she's gonna eat that next (laughs) so nyla rose was born on august 3rd 1982 so she's a leo um she was born in washington dc she's first nations she has oneida heritage hence her nickname the native beast which is what she's announced as an AEW still she's also known as the native kaiju in japan which is like the big monsters oh your godzillas etc um and she's also sometimes called the barbie breaker (laughs) in the u.s and uh nyla made a lot of headlines because she is trans and she's one of the few uh openly trans wrestlers who's like really kind of made a name for herself in like major promotions recently cool So she has a theater and martial arts background, which she says helped her while she was training to become a wrestler. Like, I mean, yeah, wrestling is... It can't be as hell. Theater and martial arts. Totally checks out. The center of the Venn diagram. Mm -hmm. Um, In an interview I found, she said she went from valet slash enhancement talent to wrestler in about seven months. Wow. Which is, like, super impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she just really took to it, like, from the jump. 
So just a fun fact, um, Nyla starred in the Canadian sitcom The Switch as <laughs> a character who loses her job after coming out as trans. Oh, my, is that what these photos are from? Yeah, so I did, I couldn't find a lot of pictures of her when she was starting out wrestling, so wow. I just pulled all these stills from this sitcom, which I can't parse what's happening, but there's a picture of her, like, holding a <laughs> fish tank. Okay, that's a fish tank. I did not know what it was. Yeah. You did it? No, I can't. Yeah. And oh, oh, that's right. like, a picture of her with a parasol, and then there's a picture of her licking a cell phone. Okay. And I couldn't find more. I don't know if there was multiple seasons of this sitcom or, like, what the deal wow. was, but, like, she was in it. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And okay. I mean, it was, it seemed funny. It seemed like people liked it. Cool. I don't know. Good for her. Good for her. I don't think she's in it anymore. I mean, I don't think she's acting that much anymore because now she is wrestling. Yeah. yeah. But anyway... So here's what Nyla says about wanting to become a wrestler. I was a wrestling fan growing up. I used to watch it with my grandmother ever since I was maybe four years old. It's always been a part of me. And when I learned it as something you can actually do, it was a no-brainer. It definitely takes a different breed of people. You definitely want to go to a wrestling school and get trained properly. Dedicate yourself. Have that drive and passion. Those are pretty much the main ingredients. Hmm. So this yeah. is something she just like wanted to do from a really early age, and she took the time to to learn how to do it right. That's great. Um, she was a wrestler before transitioning, and in wow. a Reddit AMA, she said coming back to the ring afterwards was difficult but rewarding. So here's another quote from her. I didn't think I would have another match, to be honest, but wrestling has been shockingly supportive. I cried after my first match back. I couldn't believe how accepting everyone was. Oh, that's um, great. And that's, I mean, she's extremely proud and open about the fact mm-hmm. that she's trans. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, there's been like a ton of positive um, support for that, of course. Mm-hmm. And then also there, there's, of course, because we can't have nice things. There's, no, <laughs> there's been some shit about it, too. Yeah, but sure. AEW has stood behind her 100%. She wrestled in Japan before catching the eye of AEW Talent Scout. So pretty recently, she was in Japan. In February 2019, she became the first openly trans woman to sign with the major American wrestling promotion, which is, of course, AEW All Elite Wrestling. So I couldn't find a lot of pictures of her from when she was in smaller promotions, but yeah. I did find this one from when she was in Japan. <laughs> She's got overall. Overall. On, yeah, that would is, have to be very hard to wrestle in overalls. I know, yeah, right? Because they stretchy. already tug on you. Yeah. And it's so much denim. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she has pigtails. Maybe it was hard stretchy? to find. Maybe. Mm, I, I don't know. I mean, at the bare minimum, please make that stretch denim. Yeah. Um, I don't, so I, it, I couldn't tell like what the full look was because I couldn't find other mm. yeah. shots of it, but she definitely has like p- what looks like pigtails in. Yeah. So that seems to be kind of like a, a crazed little kid type of vibe. She's lifting a woman over her head in this picture. Yes, I should she say. Yes, she is. <laughs> it's incredibly <laughs> impressive. And then on the right, I chose this one because um, you can see how she really pulls like her First Nation, Nations heritage mm-hmm. into a lot of her outfits. She uses a lot of um, kind of like beadwork looking yeah. motifs and she still wears an armband that looks um, like native iconography on it. I'm not yeah. familiar with uh, what tribe or like what affiliation that would have, mm-hmm. but it very clearly evokes like First yeah. Nations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I just think that's very cool. Mm-hmm. So I pulled a couple of looks that are from mm-hmm. like clearly the indie circuit because it looks like someone's elementary school gym that she's <laughs> yes. wrestling in. Those but, flash. I know. Oh my God. Yeah, some amateur photography. God bless the good people at Flickr for posting these because mm-hmm. it was pretty hard to find pictures. Yeah. But you can see this is sort of the silhouette that she still has. It's, it's basically a spaghetti strap singlet, but it has a big cutout in the middle like the fun swimsuits mm-hmm. we're all supposed to wear now that are yeah. just giving us bad tan lines 
yeah and you know what that's not the area of me that I want like compressed and then exposed personally <laughs> yeah no as someone with low muscle tone it just is a weird look also on like me. for anyone right below the boobs that area it's where gravity hits it's you hard, know? You know what? It's hard. Yes, it is that uh, is something I've really f- mm-hmm. come to find, and I don't like it. I mean, no. if we don't have, if we're not blessed with the musculature of Nyla Rose here, who's mm-hmm. like in extremely good shape, it's a tough spot for a cutout. Yep. But then she has this sort of um, diamond shape. It's like a pennant. Yeah. Like you know, at medieval times. It truly is a medieval times, <laughs> yep. like night skirt. <laughs> yes. And uh, she has a headband, but her hair is mostly down, and then like thigh high boots, basically. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and this particular one is red, and I think it's a really good look. It really highlights like how in shape she is. Yeah. Um, I'm never gonna be a fan of the pennant skirts as much, but it is interesting at it's least. Such an odd choice to me. It's I, no, you know what? Actually, it's First Nationsy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it seems like she put a lot of thought into a lot yeah. of like all of her looks, and yeah. like she's super proud yeah. of her heritage. So definitely wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I didn't I even think not. to look into that, but that would be very cool. It is. It's just not patterned in the same way, so I think mm-hmm. that's why it doesn't immediately evoke that. But the the style in which it hmm. is cut, yeah, I'll Google it after. Yeah, <laughs> I mean in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. Uh, she made her AEW debut in Double or Nothing, which was this February, yeah. um, which is the promotion's first major event. Was she- that the one in Vegas? Yes. Nice. Uh, she hasn't done a ton so far just because the promotion's still getting started, but she seems to be establishing herself as a heel, like mm. a super powerful heel. Hell yeah. Uh, she's attacked opponents after the matches and so on. It's just your classic heel stuff. Classic mm-hmm. heel business. So classic, but this is her AEW look. So she's got like... It's kind of like boho lace, like a real anthro headband on across her forehead. And it's the same exact like silhouette with the cutouts, um, but it's not like sequiny anymore. It's kind of like a matte red. Mm -hmm. And now her like skirt, pennant skirt, has a big red handprint. I love that. In the middle of it that's kind of dripping like paint or blood. I love that. And it's, and she still has the armband and um, like forearm guards on basically. Mm -hmm. And it's a super like, arresting look it's really unique i don't think i like it in terms of like <laughs> yeah. a fashion thing but there's it really suits happening. her there's a lot happening but it's not as much happening as like an ember moon for no. example mm. which is still my like go too much it, when i think about too much yeah like i think stop, about her let me take off like yeah. two things mm-hmm. and then you're okay yeah See, i still mm-hmm. think bailey but bailey has minimized yeah, yeah so currently right. i don't think ember not moon current. has mm-hmm. yeah but it but you know it's like you can tell it's her. I don't think anyone yeah. else looks like this in AEW in terms of their costume. Yeah. Um, and she, she looks very intimidating. I will say Super that. intimidating. And that really plays into her character, too. So it's smart design that way. Mm-hmm. And she often enters with, like, a mask oh, slash, like, thing cool. over her head. So you can see in this one, it's like a, a red kind of draping, like, scarf over her head and, like, uh-huh. a gold mask on the lower part of her face. Um, she made her first entrance in double or nothing with like a sparkly gold and like green outfit on i couldn't Ooh. i might have a shot of that later but yeah she often enters with the thing and then she'll take it off yeah mm-hmm. cool yeah and then this one it just looks like an x-men uniform yeah it does. i'm not sure what that was from but it's it's like, like a, it. a zip-up thing with a high collar it's it's more covered up but it's a wetsuit it does look like a wetsuit. I think it's super flattering on her, though. I do. I like no, it. I like it. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of like some of Becky's stuff that she's been wearing. Mm-hmm. So, oh, here it is. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing I was just talking about. 
um, this gold and green. Oh, I'm into that outfit. This yeah. is what she entered in, in in Double or Nothing, and I think it's so cool. So she came in with this like glittery, like sheer kind of drape over her face and this like skull mask on on oh the bottom gosh. part of her face, which is super scary. And I love Veil. it. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's and so cool. Kind of the X Men onesie again with the yeah. zipper, and she had her like pennant skirt again, but the colors are. Um, green and yellow yeah and i don't know what the significance is of that i didn't think to look it up but What's the pack it's a she's a packers fan oh yeah yes. she's a, she's a cheese head she's a cheese head yes <laughs> um but it's it's really shiny and really mm-hmm. bright and it definitely like read really well um she was that you know was a four-way like, i think look really good with that is hmm. naomi oh she's she a bright color yeah yeah that would be great True. Um, and I found just a couple of other looks of hers. There was this like lingerie one that we had the gif of uh-huh. earlier that it does look like she's wearing a purple lacy bra on yeah. the top mm-hmm. part and then kind of a corset. It's not my favorite look for her because no. it's a little too like soft. And I think her persona is so like strong and commanding. Yeah, if you're going to heal, like heal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also just think it's not cut well on her. No, and it looks a little bit too like bar saloon mm-hmm. yeah, lady. Yeah. It's a not little costumey and, yeah. and not in the right way. It's not her best look, but as far as I can tell, she only wore it for all out. Ah. So maybe it was just a, you know, change it up for the special yeah. type of thing. Um, this I thought was really cool. I, I found a, a shot of her in this really pretty like kind of flowing boho dress that again was very like first nations inspired Mm. this was for like a press conference where she got into a fight (laughs) oh Oh, yes oh no at the press conference that happens at press conferences not the time it's like oh my god why don't they shut this down at the press conferences oh my god not the time not the time and then this just made me laugh during another like backstage filmed thing she wore a t-shirt that says chicken wings mambo sauce and carry outs (laughs) (laughs) all right and i just thought that was really great yeah. As far as the like shirts that have a list of things on them go, mm-hmm. I appreciate one that's about food. I, I agree with too. you. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite iteration of that. Of the list shirts, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like no they're stay taking in bed. over on Etsy. God, too many. So many. Etsy, are you okay? <laughs> Dying breath. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to end with a quote from Nyla Christina style Wee. about the experience of being in the ring. I get joy out of seeing smiles on people's faces or frowns. Sometimes you make people <laughs> frown, but as long as you're getting a reaction from the crowd and you can see that they are enjoying themselves, then I enjoy myself. I have such a passion. It's kind of cliche. Everybody says that, but I really do. I want to be part of this as long as my body will let me. When I can no longer perform in ring, I will find something to do outside of the ring. Maybe I'll run my own shows. Maybe I'll run my own school. Who knows? I don't know what the future holds, but I definitely know wrestling will be a part of it in some way, shape or form. Great. That's awesome. I also love this image. Isn't mm-hmm. it great? Um, she's it's it's the same like uh, X Men onesie before, mm-hmm. but now you can see the full shot. So that's like the scarf that she's just taking off of her hair. It's the red scarf that she enters with a lot, mm. and she's just like big arms in the center of the ring. She looks so happy, but also just like so commanding. Yeah, very totally com- taking commanding over commanding is a yeah. great word mm-hmm. for her. She's a super striking presence. Yeah. And Did she have like a scary song when she comes out and like? It's really intense. Mm. I can't like parse wrestling entrance music because it 
honestly most of it sounds the same to me yeah but it is exactly what you think of where it's like like driving guitars and it's kind of metal light makes eye contact with everyone in the crowd yeah like she just like strides in and is like yeah and then chews on the rings sometimes (laughs) nice yeah she's just um super fascinating and i'm really excited that aew gave her a a larger platform and i really love that that's very cool yeah i mean because they're a good company yeah yeah. they really are and they they said like they didn't they weren't like deliberately making a, a stand by hiring her. No, she's she's just, just yeah, it wasn't talented. Like a, yeah. yeah, she was just talented, and they want her on the roster. But that's like, I mean, you know, you just you need visibility out there. You need yep. people out there, and you need to like continue yeah. normalizing shit because it's normal. So yeah, yeah. it's just really cool, and that's I'm excited awesome. to see where she goes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I surprised myself with this. Here's ah! a bonus treat. Guys, it? she dressed up as the Undertaker and her friend was Paul Bearer oh with the urn. Gosh. I love. And she's doing the full eye roll on the back of the head as the Undertaker and I could not stop laughing. I went on her Instagram to see what her like day-to-day style was like yeah, and yeah. I got distracted by this picture of it. I'll oh no, that's great. I'll post this one for Thank sure. You. Good yes. bonus treat. Surprise. Yeah, Surprise. she did a good eye roll. Yeah, that's the hardest part of being that been the undertaker also. as someone who has been as the undertaker someone before. who's been the undertaker yes yes all right everybody i'm doing darby allen Ooh, i've seen him yes yes he's another AEW wrestler and um my friend abby actually messaged me because his intro music is by this band called wicca phase who is like this post emo she was like do you know this wrestler he had his like this hold on ah fuck it uh, she had this whole thing about how uh, the intro music is by this guy, so that's very exciting. Cool, cool, cool. So I read this Deadspin article, so there's not that much on him, and I'll go into like his stuff first. And th- like, th- I don't know his birthday. He was born in 1997. That's oh, it. he's so young. Yeah, yes. They don't. You don't know. He's two years old. I know, truly. He's born in 1997. Uh, I couldn't find his birthday. I couldn't find his real name. Like he's like very mysterious, and his his backstory is batshit insane from what I've learned from a couple of articles. But Deadspin, this is the way this article opens, and it's beautiful. Which is the Tim Burton creature pictured directly above these words is a pro wrestler named Darby Allen who is currently performs for the startup promotion All Elite Wrestling. Today I'm here to tell you I would die for the skeleton twink. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I mean, R.I.P. Deadspin. Yeah. Oh, truly, fuck the powers that drove that website into the ground because they, they were always the best. It's yeah. Their writers are so funny and so good. Um, but yeah. So as you can see. He has basically like shaved sides of his head, bleach blonde on top, short, super intense gaze, and then half of him is painted like he's a dead skeleton, and he wrote champ all over him, uh, and the other half is just kind of like normal man. Oh, and that's, right. that's who we saw, right? Darby yeah. Allen? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so after, he made his pro wrestling debut in 2015 under the ring name Darby Graves, and then he wrestled a handful <laughs> of matches before going under Darby Allen. He went to the WWN, uh, which is the World Wrestling Network, on, in April 2016 and left in 2019. And less than a week after leaving, on April 12th, 2019, it was revealed he would be a roster member of the newly launched AEW. Um, at Fight for the Fallen, Allen teamed with Jimmy Havoc and Joey Janela against the team of Sean Spears, MJF, and Sammy Guevara in a losing result. And at All Out, he faced Havoc and Janela in a three-way match dubbed the Cracker Barrel Clash, <laughs> in which he lost. Now let's talk about the Cracker Barrel Clash <laughs> because I was like, what the fuck is this? Did they film it in a Cracker Barrel mm-hmm. a la 
you know you know with some Moroccan chairs 100 percent. i was yep. like oh my god the gift so, shop basically it's truly just a partnership between aew and cracker barrel oh and they include cross cross promotional activities with the aew talent customized co-branded graphics in-venue signage and social media activation it started as like a huge inside joke on the elites web series being the elite they would always just like talk about going to cracker barrel and loving cracker barrel and then at their first live event they're like well we got to do some cracker barrel related so they reached out and then they <gasps> yes oh they, i remember watching them knock each other into the barrels that were like cracker barrel branded there is a cracker barrel themed barrel in the ring oh <laughs> Wow. During the introductions for Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega at Double or Nothing, and the barrels used as a prop in the Janela versus Hang- Hangman page at All In last year. Oh my gosh. I've spent so many hours in a Cracker Barrel. That, that makes so much sense. Yeah, that this is, I need to see this. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. But it's so funny, and it's in the background a couple of these photos. Um, but you can kind of see his vibe. So I guess it's just, he will either paint half of his entire body or he'll do just his face like a little ghoul mm-hmm. on his chest. Uh, I forget what the tattoo says but i'll come to it but this is like his whole thing he's like a goth skateboarder street rat gimmick with a character name that's most likely a reference to the germs darby crash and the much more aggressively gross punk icon gg allen and his name is legitimately unknown to the public and again that was from deadspin great article yep um he also uses his skateboard to stab people with thumbtacks oh no um i'll show us a clip in a second so he was a pro Gator before he was a wrestler. Um, and on skateboarding, he said, one of my big goals in wrestling is to intertwine the two worlds because skaters don't get wrestlers and wrestlers don't get skaters. <laughs> so I figured it'd be nice to try. Seeing a wrestler come out with a skateboard is such a whack concept now. A lot of people would be like, what the fuck is up with this guy? But if you actually dig in and see that I skate, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then he said, when I first started, nobody understood it. All they knew about skateboarding was Tony Hawk. So it was tricky at first, but once you show them that there's a crossover of appeal, it got accepted more easily. AEW wanted it. They totally get it. They want all of it. Like, better use that skateboard, boy. Uh, And then this is a photo of him skating down. It's like a video of him skating down this giant sculpture. And he said, I did that with two broken ankles. I taped them up because I gave a date when I was going to do it. I didn't want to turn around and not do it because all the film people were there. And I didn't want to be like, oh, I can't do it. So I taped them up and I climbed up there. So this dude is like fucking reckless and kind of insane. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Can we watch this video? It's like a second. Yeah. Hold on. While you're pulling it up. Yes, um, please. I'll just let you know. Yeah. Yeah. We saw saw him do it. Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Yeah. Mm. And he did a kickflip off of someone and then he also climbed up to like the balcony shit and flipped off of that as well oh wow. it was the craziest shit that's so cool i think right. i remember you guys telling me about that all right this is very short it's 10 seconds so we'll just leave it rolling so this is him coming up to jericho <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh wow he just skates in it's <laughs> so funny to come in on a skateboard and punch someone i don't that's so funny and jericho of everyone my precious spine my spine (laughs) um so as a wrestler he is a nihilistic risk taker who heedlessly throws his skinny little body into heavy bumps because uh half of him is dead his signature move the coffin drop is just him trust falling off the top rope and his career is littered with daredevil spots and so here's like a fucking psycho thing 
that I pulled out of an article because he went to film school. Oh. And he said, yes. and this person said, you mentioned your film school wouldn't let you make the movies you wanted to. What weren't you allowed to do exactly? And he said, I wanted to film a documentary about Craigslist fetishes. There was this guy who used to live in my apartment complex who was Jimmy Kimmel's cousin, but he was the black sheep of the family, like a total crackhead, like seriously. I was going to pay him to do these fetishes with these people, and it wasn't like a sex movie. It was a documentary, and it'd be funny. I wanted to find these people off Craigslist and then ask them, at what age do you get into this fetish? What do you think? Why do you think you have them? Later, this dude wanted to be put halfway in an oven on low and no. then have food on him, no. which Jimmy Kimmel's cousin was going to eat. No. A full course meal off of him. If that was on HBO, it'd be an interesting documentary. I'd watch it because it's hilarious and weird and informative about the human brain and whatever. We had it all set up. We were about to film it. The school caught wind of what I was doing. They were like, you can't do that. And I was like, it's art. Don't fuck with my art. And they were like, no, it's crazy. You're putting people in ovens. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is like, oh that's my a God. <laughs> I, I have to say, like, I'm not for censorship, but, like, I'm glad they shut that down because he was trying to... You would have cooked Cook, a person. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, straight up cooking someone. On low. Oh, God. Still. Still. Oh, he would have died for sure. It was yeah, totally that, insane. Yeah, that person would have gotten severe burns. So insane. So, he, uh, I have a... His kick deck or whatever on his skateboards is Darby Allen. AW champ. Um, here he is. He looks very hot here to me, but I don't think is he does otherwise. Is this the new boyfriend? I mean, no. he's, he's got good cheekbones. Mm -hmm. He does. I can see it. It's really hard to tell without, like, what if underneath all the skeleton makeup, he's got, like, a fucked up face? I've seen his face without it, and he's not that handsome. He does look handsome in this photo. I just remember being like, who's this little boy? Yes, that's fair. He's yeah. very Skateboard. small. He's very small. Skateboarding immediately takes him, 10 years him, off like, your like, the age. Peter Pan. We were like... He looks like Peter Pan a little bit with the skateboard. That's yeah. very fair. Are you ready for some more crazy shit? Oh, no. Okay, so personal life. No one really knows anything about him, like I said, except he's married to fellow wrestler Priscilla Kelly, who oh. is stunning mm -hmm. and slept in his car with him when he was homeless. He'd be, they started dating. He'd be like, do you want to come stay over? And they'd sleep in his car. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Also, she's best known for shoving a tampon in fellow wrestler Tuna's mouth uh -huh. at Suburban Fight. Yep. She's got a real Love Island vibe to me. Oh, yeah. Also this. Were you really homeless before you got noticed in wrestling? I told myself... So this, this is a quote again. I told myself, if I don't make something out of wrestling, I deserve to be homeless. Oh. I was like, then one day I'll be able to move out of my car and actually into a house. It's only through hard work. I didn't want to ask for any favors or anything like that, so I chose to be homeless until I started to get money. I had an anytime fitness membership, so I would take George Foreman Grill and cook stuff in the bathroom at 2 in the morning. I would wake up, go to the airport, and leave my car somewhere in the parking lot, and come back later. I was always on the go. Can you imagine? You're like someone who works, like, you work odd hours, and you're like, I'm going to go to Anytime Fitness and just go on the elliptical for an hour. And then you go into the bathroom, <laughs> and there's this guy skateboarding around while cooking, like, a chicken, chicken breast on, yeah. like, a George Foreman grill. All I think about with the George Foreman grill is that episode of The Office when Michael burns yes, his foot. Yes, exactly. It's, it's one of the best. It's, yep. I think, the best episode. Uh -huh. He grills his foot. I've watched yep. it so many times, it's not funny Because he anymore. wanted to smell bacon when he woke up in the morning. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It gets me out of bed. <laughs> it's so fucking big, good. Big ups to Mindy Kaling. I no, believe that was her first credited episode. Oh, fuck. That's mm -hmm. so really funny. opening the door and being like, I'm just tired. I want to shower. And you smell grilled chicken. And you're oh like, what God. the fuck? Is that someone's foot? Is no, it's insane? actually grilled chicken on George Foreman. No, it's no wild. Way. And I want to be clear, like... Uh, deserving to be homeless is a really gross thing to say um, I want to be very clear that that's not cool I was just more like wow this is 
like a very specific personality. Yeah. That is this so feels like the the crust punk style. One hundred percent. You know, where you'll Absolutely. still have a dog. Yeah. And you'll have to feed the dog and you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this is very much a crust punk, like weird skater dude thing. Mm-hmm. So he's also straight edge. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yep. Uh, and he said, a lot of people at the end of the night after, again, his quotes are just better than anything I can find. So I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm just quoting him. So he said, a lot of people at the end of a night of wrestling see me and are like, how are you walking? Like I said, falling on concrete my whole life prepared me for wrestling. And it really gives me that advantage over other wrestlers. Other wrestlers are always like, I got to take pain pills or drink after a match to cope with the pain. But I don't take anything, not even an aspirin. I'm just cool with it. If I ask for this pain, I deserve to live with it. He's got a lot of ideas about deserving. Yeah. it's He's really... Ugh. Yeah. Okay, so in this picture, I'm like, no, maybe he's not hot to me. I know. He has a new guy vibe to him. <laughs> he really does. He really, really does. Um, okay, so here's Deadspin again because it's the best. Alan's magnetism, as with many great wrestlers, is more about what he can get across without saying anything. His most visible tattoo... Oh, this is what it says on his chest. Nothing's over till you're underground. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sums up the character with one glance, while the makeup, brooding theme song, slight stature, and the idiosyncratic ring attire of cutoffs over black tights all combine <laughs> to make Alan feel fresh and fascinating and shockingly new. Had he come up in WWE, he would have been pigeonholed as a short weirdo and left to rot. <laughs> in AEW, he just main evented the most popular wrestling show on Wednesday nights. And then, uh, this is him on wrestling, and then we're done. Which is, it's like that shit I love in movies. But in front of an audience, you get to beat the fuck out of each other, and it's just fun. It's seriously the only thing of its kind because you can do plays, you can do Broadway, but you're not gonna like fly through a table or something like that. You know what I mean? It gives you that rush. Because I like living like risky, like doing crazy shit. I used to do crazy shit by myself all the time, so now I can do it in front of an audience. <laughs> Honestly, he should go on Broadway and be in Spider Man, yep. Turn on the Dark, mean... the most dangerous show that has ever been mounted. <laughs> yep. Also, what's really funny is so because of my insomnia last night hearing this is very much like you know the Matt Hardy way oh 100 Mm -hmm. now Matt Hardy is dressing in couples family Halloween outfits with his entire family and I saw it last night and I was like wow you are a family man now that's so wild wow Good for him. So who knows if Darby Allen will ever feel I mean, that way. he married the tampon woman. It's yeah, he did marry the tampon woman. The best. That sounds like a good family. Well, good. I, like a family costume is like if you recreate that and your baby's the tampon. Yep. <laughs> oh boy, we God. should cut this out. No, um, don't wait, you Wait, I have a question. Yes. Does he normally wear gold? Um, you know, I don't think he does. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's truly a promotional thing because everything is dark. And it's, it is just like, yeah. I remember him now because he does have the little tights and the mm-hmm. little the little cutoffs. Like he's... It's crust punky. That's truly a oh, thing. Oh, I was going to say like center stage. Like center yep. stage. It's a warm up outfit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you go and get your bagel in the morning before mm-hmm. your show. There is mm-hmm. a quote about it. He said, it's comfortable as fuck. It, it um, is. Ever the yeah. poet. Yeah. <laughs> Darling wow. Allen. Truly uh, But yeah, words. he has this cool jacket with like a hood thing mm-hmm. that he comes out in. But he doesn't really put much into the ring wear. I think it's really more about like he has different skate decks a lot. Um, mm. And it's more the makeup than anything else. But yeah, it's all dark and like, yeah, open jacket shirtless you know, deserving of everything deserving mm-hmm. of everything he yep. deserves cut off pants and yeah. tights i'm not sure what the gold was i'm also not sure because this is his AEW uh title card and it's weird yeah. because he doesn't have his paint on his face yeah, and no. he has a mohawk it like truly doesn't look like him he looks like it's, um uh 
AML wrestling. Oh, so it's probably an early before he. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, I didn't see it. Thank you, before Mike. Before he Sorry. created the character in his car. Uh, before he deserved to create. <laughs> yeah, <the character. laughs> I deserved to. My bad. He looks like Phil Collins in that picture. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that that's pre-character. Thank you, Mike, for catching that. Yes, I just saw you. the A and was like, "Yup, that's what it is." Mm-hmm. Um. Cool. So that's him. Uh huh. Wow. What a guy. He's fast. Yeah. He's fun. You gotta read some articles with him. He says some crazy ass shit. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely link that. Dead if you wanted article. to cook someone, then yeah, he's yeah, he's deserving of. Don't fuck with my art. I can't. This guy. So good. And then he skateboards away mad. No. Abby, Abby, great wreck. What a lunatic. Yes, thank you, Abby. Real Vic fan. Thank you, Abby the witch. Yes, yes. Abby the witch. Thank you. Uh, final thoughts. This who is, who is this smiling puppy? This is Seth Rollins. It looks like Popeye the foodie. Do you guys follow Popeye the Foodie? Mm-mm. No. Shout out to Popeye the Foodie. It's this little dog in LA, and he looks just like this. Oh, and yeah? he goes to all the, the hot spots, and he takes a really nice smiley pick in front of all the food he can't eat. Oh, wow. fun. oh God. Yeah, don't. So many things are poisonous to dogs, you don't yep. even know. I'm assuming it's Do you think that this is their dog. new relationship dog? Oh, God. Their engagement dog? Who oh. is it, Mike? Did you pull it? No, it's Seth Rollins, but you'll notice the shock of blonde hair. Oh, so this is an old pic. This is old Seth Rollins. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Where's the dog? (laughs) Yeah. Do you know where the dog is? Um, What's the Z in Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Oh, Mike, what's the Z? Yeah, guys, I quit the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess this is our last episode, so follow us now before we delete everything off the internet forever. It's true. Just kidding. Ha ha ha. <laughs> no, we'll never stop. Do you guys have any other final thoughts, though? No, I truly no, don't. No, I thought I, this was a really good one. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah. I feel good about it. Yeah, there's interesting people everywhere. Yes, yeah. that are not just, you know, under Vince's little hands. Yes. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you also liked this, you can leave us a review. Also, we're on Spotify we now. Because Mike figured that out, Thank which is amazing. You. So yes. we are on Spotify now. So if you're listening to us there, fuck yeah, great, wonderful. Yeah, now you can just Siri listen to KFab Podcast oh on my God. Spotify. That's wild. That's so cool. So our social media is at KFab Podcast, K-A-Y-F-A-B Podcast. If you want to see the looks we're talking about on Instagram, we post them uh, some of our selected ones and if you want to recommend a wrestler for us review like how Katie's came up today you can add us at Twitter yeah you can also email us uh, we're at KFab podcast same spelling at gmail.com if you have any thoughts or recommendations or if you want us to send you a sticker we have fun ass stickers we'll yeah send we you. do yeah or if you want us to send you a link that where we read information from quotes and anything like that <laughs> we'll try to put them at the end but you can also ask us for those as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.